Welcome to Let's Talk Tech, a program designed to inform you or listeners of tips and strategies to stand out and to remain competitive in an ever-changing environment, plus gain information on innovations that can change the trajectory of your business operations. This is in collaboration with Iretech and For Change Be Bold. You can follow Iretech at Iretech on Facebook and Instagram, as well as visit their website, Iretech, for more information. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk Tech. My name is Dina K. Stewart, and I will be your host for this amazing segment. But let me start by telling you a bit about my background. I'm a business tech strategist and CEO for Iotech. I have a MBA in business intelligence and analytics management. I operate my company with my wonderful husband, who is a software developer. We will certainly have him on for some future episodes, guys. But enough about me, because this amazing segment is for you amazing people who are listening in today. Some of you may be business owners, some of you may be consultants or coaches, high school or college students, and also professionals. But hey, there is something to be learned in this segment, and I promise this will be information that you can easily understand and apply to your own lives, business, and career. So let's get right into it. Today's focus um, is going to be on privacy and technology. Let me tell you something, guys. I love some good technology. And you know what? Many of you do do too. But with improvements in technology comes an increased need to secure and protect your privacy. And we cannot discern that fact. But does this mean that technology is bad for you or bad for me? Definitely not. It means that we just have to be mindful of what permissions we give to applications on our personal devices and how often we change and reset passwords that are important across applications. Lots of applications can leave a trail of information about you on the internet. For example, we all have our location turned on on our phones and it leaves a trail of places that you and I have traveled on Google Maps and also on social media. So like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you are, that trail is there. It is not just the location the, um, details that's out there about you, but other information that gets divulged includes audio, videos, and pictures. Let me tell you something, that is a lot of information. All of us use technology on a daily basis. Some people use it a lot less than others. Like for me, I use it every single day, every second of the day. I'm on my phone or computer, I'm doing something. So technology is a big part of my life and I'm sure many of you can relate to that. But we have a responsibility, guys. We definitely have a responsibility to take precautions to ensure that we do not compromise our own privacy because of technology. The more technology improves, the more information we are likely to risk. That is because technology makes it easier to access and share information for use anytime and anywhere. And like you and I'm happy that 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 is actually available to me. For example, I could be viewing a PowerPoint or doing a PowerPoint from my phone because I don't have my laptop with me. 
over the last year, guys, there has been a huge amount of data breaches in prominent companies that we use or that we like. Also, there has been more media coverages and highlights on how these companies are making it easier for our privacy to be more at risk because of the things we haven't paid close attention to in the permissions of apps and tools we use. So how do you maintain your love for technology while securing your, your own privacy? Well, I'm going to share some um, suggestions with you. Number one, regular password changes. Guys, this is something that I can't stress enough and other people cannot stress enough, but it is definitely important. Lots of you um, are starting to get, for some apps, you get um, these pop-ups or these messages that tell you that you should change your password because they want to protect you. Also, separate passwords for your tech and applications. Many of us are guilty of making this mistake, and I'm going to say that I have been guilty of that too, but best practice is to separate your passwords and have different passwords for each technology or application that you use. Another thing really is to pay attention to permissions in the apps you use. Listen, every single time we download an app, there's a thing that pops up with all these accesses that it wants, access to your videos, access to your audio, access to your, your camera. It wants access to everything, right? But we gotta pay attention to this and some apps you cannot download without giving access to certain, to certain of these things because it's kind of necessary. But there are many apps out there that you can actually prevent these things from actually being, you know, captured in permissions really. Number four, we've got to be mindful that the information we share is being stored somewhere, right? Somewhere out there, which means that you do not have control over it and how it's being used after or how it's being used and who is accessing it. Okay. So why I'm sharing this point is that we have to be careful of the information that we actually put out there because it's being stored. For example, fingerprint. When you use fingerprints on your phone, that information is being stored somewhere. Somebody out there can access it, right? Your fingerprint is locked in into a database that somebody else is managing, right? Also, when you use your eyes to scan, just to open your phone and all of that, right? So yeah, all that information is being stored, right? In the company's databases, right? Number um, five, do regular updates and security checks. Number six, use antiviruses, like you need antiviruses. Number seven, make sure your websites are secure and you only use websites that are secure. So if you have a business website make or a personal website, make sure that it's secure. And if you are using somebody else's website, make sure that you, <laughs> their website is secured, right? You can always tell a website is secure because they, it has the HTTPS in the URL. Secure websites will have a lock icon next to the URL in the address bar. So next time that when you're actually um, searching the internet, definitely check for that. If you click on that icon, it should tell you that the connection of that website is secured and that your information should be private, right? There are also many antiviruses that uh, provides a secure browser option. For example, when you're trying to access like banking websites, it will give you an, uh, uh, it will pop up a, a website, or, sorry, uh, um, 
it would a browser that you can use and that is an additional security layer that secures and protects your privacy and information so um there are lots of um, antiviruses out there that actually have those options yes it will require um it's for you to pay for it like mcafee has something like that um kapersky hopefully i'm pronouncing it correctly um actually have an option like that so a lot of these things are paid you definitely have to pay for it but hey look if you want security sometimes you definitely have and protection of the information sometimes paying for it is not bad We will be right back with more Let's Talk Tech after this quick break. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Let's Talk Tech. The conversation continues with our host, Dina K. Stewart. Cloud storage is becoming more popular, so ensure that you use passwords that are difficult to crack and do regular updates and also use levels, different levels of authorizations and protections. You can also combine means of protection, like such as the two-factor verification um, system. Lots of banks are, are coming out with that, even different applications, some, some, some apps um, have that option to have two, the two-factor st um, step up, um, set up, um, verification set up. Um, Instagram has it, you can use it. What it does is that, is that you use your password to access it and whenever you put in your password, it's, it also has an option where it sends a code to your phone and you use that code to access as an additional step. Some even go as far as three factors. Like I think um, Outlook has three factor. So these things are important. Yes, it takes extra time to access your apps and applications and emails and all that jazz, but hey, protection is important, guys. It, does, it doesn't hurt to take that extra two steps or that extra one step just to keep your information private. Another thing you need to do, guys, is to read all disclaimers and privacy statements in apps and on website. I know that this one is very difficult because, look, I'm not going to act like some of these things are not long. Very, They're very long. And most of us don't read it, right? But it is okay. And we should at least see when we read these, we should at least look for the section that talks about how our information is being used which should definitely be stated in these disclaimers. So guys, I, I wanted to also share with you just before we close off this episode, I want to share with you some um, recent data breaches that has happened, guys. Very prominent applications that we use have actually gone through significant data breaches. And one of them is Facebook. Yeah. Facebook has gone through a significant data breach, and this happened on September 4th of this year, just last month, right? Where Facebook um, left um, their database without a password, which exposed a number, like millions of user data. Canva also has had a massive attack on May 28th of this year as well. Instagram influencers had their contact information exposed right because of an updated aws aws server on may 20. twitter exposed location data of ios users to a third party just this year in on may may 13. you have doordash 
DoorDash had a massive data breach of over 5 million customers in September, on September 26. You had Zynga that also had a breach on October 1st, just big enough this month. Capital One in July 30, um, 2019 also had a data breach. Flipboard also had a data breach. Um, Volusion also had a data breach just October 10th. So it was just last week, right? Uh, Zynga also had a data breach, right? Where hackers stole um, information. And that was also October 1st. I think I may have mentioned that before. Sorry about that. Um, Lion Air, right? Had their um, um, employ two rogue employees compromise data. And that was September 24th. WeWork had um, weak Wi-Fi security, which led thousands of information accessible to people, to, 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 to hackers. And that happened on September 23rd. Thinkful had a coding, um, their coding education, education site breached on September 19th. Ecuador had 20 million Ecuadorian citizens exposed um, on September 18, 2019. Get an app that respond, um, also had a potential uh, data breach on um, September 9. Foxit software um, also had one on September 3rd. Imperva, um, August 27. MoviePass had credit card information stolen on August 21st. Lucius, um, um, is, which, is a, which is an adult site, if you ever use that, I don't, so... <laughs> Um, that also has it had a data breach on October 20, 2019. Hy-V, August 19, 2019, also had a breach. Suprema had a security breach, which caused the information data to be to be stolen on or exposed on August 14. Pushmark had a data breach on October 2nd. Capital One had one on July 30th. British Airways had one on July 9th. Orvibo, July 3rd, East Street, June 18, Cetera, um, June 14, Questine Diagnostic also had a breach on June 4. Um, First American, which is a title insurance firm, also had a breach on May 25th. Freedom Mobile, customer data data exposed on May 8, 2019. Guys, this is over. The last what may june july august september october this is just over the last six months and that was a ton of data breaches guys and there's more right there have been more so here are just a, i'm just going to share two um few little um ways two little um uh steps in which are things that you could do or tools you could use really to actually check if you have been compromised now google has developed something called the password checkup feature that analyzes your logins to ensure that they haven't been part of a compromise. So all you have to do is just go to passwords.google.com to check and it will tell you all your passwords that has been compromised. Lookout, which is an app and also an antivirus too, provides data breach updates and in-depth checks of your accounts and apps to ensure that they won't compromise. And you also have, as I said before, lots of antiviruses that also um, provide these kind of services like McAfee, but they are paid. So guys, 
this is what I have to share with you in this episode. Technology is good. It is the best thing that's happened to us, but we have a responsibility, guys, to protect ourselves. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me on Let's Talk Tech. Join us again on November 15th for the next episode. Have a great day, guys. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Tech, a collaboration between 4Change Be Bold and Ayer Tech. You can follow them on Instagram and also Facebook. Don't forget to visit their business website, which is ayer.tech. So guess what everyone my book is now available on amazon for pre-order so head on over to amazon type in embrace your dreams my ingredients for success and grab your book right now until next week have a beautiful weekend